At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Welcome to the pod, everybody. We've got some corruption to talk about today, and I'm going to switch up the order. And here. And I'm here too, guys. Ain't he. (laughs) So let's do established titles. Okay. So we had Spencer Cornelia on the pod. You were here. Yep. Uh, We may or may not put this one up before it, but it was an interesting conversation about the ethics of influencer promoting as related to FTX. In that conversation, Spencer mentions established titles. I'm not totally familiar with it. I don't say anything. Uh, But it... It was in my head. Right. Three days later, a video comes out <laughs> that is biggest scam on YouTube, established titles from a small creator. We see it at 10K views. Yep. Two days later, I take a look at it. It's at 1 million views. It's been watched a lot. And Spencer is in there as well. And so- Spencer is the sole person mentioned in it. Uh, there was a couple well, other people mentioned in the talk. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he was specifically called out. And I wanted to- um, Break it down. I investigated a little bit further and talk about what I think is the most interesting piece is not who's good, who's bad, but what is going on at a meta level of human psychology here. So context. Established Titles uh, is a YouTube sponsor. They sell, and this is, uh, I think literally what they sell is a piece of paper that says, Lord, your name. Yes. Um, The marketing around it is fuzzy. And it's also fuzzy because they have their marketing on their website, the talking points that they give to YouTubers and what YouTubers wind up actually saying, which Mm. are all a little bit different. But their website has this air of legitimacy. It's called established titles. Uh, You get the idea that, very clearly, like become a lord or lady. Today. Today. And while it is obvious that you are not going to walk around with necklaces and claims to huge plots of land it seems at first blush that you get a dedicated plot of land in scotland they say that we're dedicated and the impression is that you're an owner of like an area this big in scotland seems like a loophole in the scotland yeah and it's like and i get to call myself a lord or a lady as a result of this yes so it's certainly even in that understanding, I don't think anybody's going to Scotland and demanding their rights. Right. Be, like, everybody gets that. They also say that they'll plant a tree, which I think is reasonable to infer that, oh, probably in Scotland, because, like, you guys are interacting with Scotland. They say we own a plot of land in Scotland, and we're going to preserve— well, They use dedicated— pl- and Yeah, and so they're fuzzy. And what actually is going on with established titles is it appears that— they, ha- they have dedicated plots of land, which is you do not own it, but it is preserved from, I don't know, like the thing that you would do with the rainforest where you say this plot of this section of land is safe. Yes. Um, that's a charity that you can donate to, which they build like tree walls in the Amazon that makes it harder for loggers to get in. And so we can preserve more of the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't own anything. 
And the Lord title is not something that they have really anything to do with at all. There's a custom in Scotland of land ownership being related to Lord, but you don't own land. Nothing is going on in Scotland. And some jurisdictions will just literally let you write Lord on certain identifications. Not a driver's license or a passport, right. but whatever other identification. Yep. So there's a lot of fuzziness around what this is, but it seems totally fair to say that they are taking steps to mislead people as to what they are getting, mm-hmm. which is some sort of weird loophole that you get to call yourself a lord, um, and then they send you a plaque. So Scott Schaefer makes this video um, calling that out, investigating some of the people behind it, um, and I reached out to Spencer because we had a whole conversation about the ethics of promoting FTX and other things, and just... For the context, he'll make his own video and say whatever he wants to say. But he did say he's um, likely, I don't want to promise because it's his decision to uh, cut ties with them. He explained uh, his perception was that it was a gag gift. I told him that I was like, I, I understand what you're saying. I think that people miss, not miss, reasonably inferred that they were getting something more than was being delivered in this. And, you know, I, I said, I, it's my recommendation to you that you acknowledge your role in perpetuating that misunderstanding and that you received money for it and um, talk about it in whatever way is honest to you. So that was our conversation. Um, But what I think is most interesting about all of this is the Spencer and other people, and this is not meant to be a, a negative on Spencer, but I'm using him as an example, is that he looks for corruption and um, scam professionally. Like that's, that's yes, people who mislead, people and who mislead words and he's cover up mm-hmm, and he's very good at it. He yeah. goes oh, in, yeah. he digs in, he reads the lawsuit, he goes to the terms and conditions, he goes into people's things. He, um, and when I spoke to him, he said, yeah, I didn't, you know, this particular one, I thought it was a gag gift. I didn't dig in deep. And what I said to him was like, imagine if instead of paying you to promote this, I said, make a video, I'll give you 2k to tell me why established titles is full of shit. <laughs> you could have come up. With a 10-minute video, I know you could have. And, and he was very receptive to this. And this is not about him. I think this is true of everybody, myself included. Uh, man, money fucking corrupts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, go ahead. I got an offer for established titles, and it was looking good for my YouTube channel. I'm like, yeah, dude, gag gift. They're throwing money around. I told you around. not to do that, didn't I? Yes, you told me not to. And I then I said, well, NordVPN. You're like, you have no reason to do NordVPN. I said, I'm into, pro- <laughs> I'm into uh, personal privacy, Charlie. <laughs> so much so. Yes. Um, well, so let me just also give some context because I totally under, like Spencer, which I told him that this is not going to play well from a PR perspective, but like he's in a $190,000 lawsuit for, ex- I think, talking very uh, honestly about another influencer. Yes. Um, he's in difficult financial straits for like revealing the truth of exploitation and and fake shit that's going on out there. Um, That doesn't justify, but like it, it allows me to empathize with the perception of of like these people are offering me money. Uh, I'm not going to turn a blind eye. I'm going to just squint or like not put the effort in that I might otherwise put in. And I think it's a really wonderful learning lesson, but that thing you mentioned NordVPN. Mm. Like, even the way that I have seen these VPNs be talked about, like they're these trustworthy 
Give your information to the VPN, Charlie. <laughs> you can trust them. Yes. And it, I haven't investigated it. And the reason I haven't allowed them to be on the channels because I don't want to really investigate them. But my impression is VPNs have really good use cases, which is like I'm at Starbucks. I want to watch Netflix in a different country. Yep. I have a VA that needs to log into my account and not fi- and not flag two-factor authentication. Like there's value to VPNs. Yep. Oh, yeah. But the idea that you're... you're Details are safe, I think is um, probably not something that the people who claim that have deeply looked into or, or can really say, like, it's, it would, I would not be shocked if there was a scandal that these VPNs had backdoors to the NSA. Yes. It wouldn't blow, I'm not saying they do, but it, I don't think people are really looking. Yeah, it seems par for the course that the VPN would just sell your information in another form. And they may not. And I'm they not, may not. Yes. Um, you know, another one that came out, there was this, uh, well, I'll, I'll get to that later. But yeah, just this this general idea that I think it's so easy for us and others to, one, see other people who, when they're receiving money to work at Altria, which is Philip Morris and sell jewels and cigarettes to kids and how this doesn't count, like the the motivated reasoning that kicks in instantaneously, irrevocably when it comes to your money, especially when you feel that you need it deeply. Like Mm. when your survival is at all threatened, the capacity of people to just turn off the critical thinking that exists in other areas of their life is shocking. And it exists in me. And I I don't want to pretend that it doesn't. Um, I nearly established titles. It's looking (laughs) good, baby. Become a Lord or Lady today. (laughs) Yeah. And I think also to be clear, just for you, if you were to say established titles are sponsoring this video, they give out fake lordships. They, you know, if, <laughs> yeah. like you, if you were to just own what it is, I don't think that there's a problem with selling gag gifts or pet rocks or name a star, but you're not really naming a star according to enter any international agency. Yeah, what's the one with what's going on there? Nothing name is a going star. on. They sell you paper, like the pet rock sells you a rock, yeah. but like Gucci sells you status you know all of these amorphous things that if they change your state it's really what you're buying mm. except if you're unclear and you are deceptive about what is going on right so if you say this is fake you can call yourself a lord if you want but i'm going to send you a plaque yeah yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> dad's you're happy fine. you're fine so yeah it was it was interesting to talk to him i appreciated his receptivity um i don't know ultimately what he's going to decide i also think that i can see the perspective of like which I don't support, but there's such fuzziness in this established titles thing. Like right here, they do say that it's a gag gift, but it's in the middle of the page, not big. Yes. Like, and there's, um, the business is built, I think, and certainly receives a solid amount of its income from people who misunderstand what they are buying. Yes, of course. Yeah. They, ever, they advertise heavily with someone who's going to put a 60-second placement in the video of someone you trust says, become a lord or lady today. Mm-hmm. They don't say it's souvenir land. It's not actually established titles. Well, they do, they do in their – and I got a, a, a – one of the people uh, posted allegedly what they saw, tell you to read, and they're very careful in their ad rates to instruct you, do not use this word. Do not uh, use this word. But – are they following up and making sure that the YouTubers never do that? Are they happy to wash their hands of that? So it's, it seems like a lot of cover your ass for like a, at, at what at its core is, uh, I'm okay with people being as if people are misled, as long as they give me money, that's, that's a type of error that I'm okay with. <laughs> seems to be consistent. I think this is a good time for our sponsor of this video. <laughs> But yeah, so one of the things that I wanted to highlight, one, it's a cognitive, the, the 
protection of yourself for money, which codes for survival, is a cognitive bias that is like an optical illusion, which is even if you know to anticipate it, you can't stop it. It's going to happen. The only thing that you can do is to build a system, which can be other people. It can be feedback mechanisms that allow you to correct for it because you will, when you feel that you need something, convince yourself that it is moral, justified, the exception to the rule, or just that you don't need to look that heavily on it. And this is, this is not an indictment of any individual. I know this occurs in my own life as well. The other thing is that I actually think uh, some of the comments were totally, totally reasonable, but there also needs to be what, it, what Spencer and I talked about, but when you are calling out fake gurus or things that you think are scams or things that I think you want to leave space for that individual to not feel completely canceled, excluded, and relegated to like outside the fold because if there's no road to redemption, then I think that's how you fall into like oh, a, a victim different- of your own creation. Well, like he's... Well, then you can dig in and now you've dug your heels in because people are saying that you're a monster. You know, instead of saying this was a piece of behavior that was not something you ought to continue doing, when the feeling is you're wrong, you're a monster, you're irredeemable, which can sometimes be literally communicated in what people say to one another, uh, that does not encourage the recognition that, you know what, I I fell victim to that particular cognitive bias. Uh, my this is my bad. I'm sorry if I've damaged people. Let me take steps that I can to uh, make up for it and uh, to move back into this fold with a like, okay, I'm going to look at sponsors more thoroughly. I'm going to have a whole new system around catching this particular bias in my own life. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm not, I actually don't think the video that was made was overly aggressive. Some of the titles certainly are, but again, again this is the YouTube game of uh, sensationalism to get the click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got us. Uh, yeah, you, there just needs to be a route to redemption and repair for people or else you people will dig in their heels and uh, I think you will get a lot more of uh, like people that then just go into this section of the internet where it's just like selling Alex Jones type supplements <laughs> because yeah. there's no way there's no way back into yeah. the into the graces of uh, society right anything you wanted to add no, I'm trying to think of an example of someone who's just dug in so deep that they are just willing to go down with the ship. I definitely can think of examples, but I don't think that it's, uh, I don't know that the ethics of just like, because I don't know for certain, but I think of YouTube creators that I am uh, immediately come to mind oh. for that. So yeah, not, not trying to, it's not about the individual is I don't think the point. It's, it's about the bias that exists in all of us, myself included. This is another thing that I've had to realize is like, somebody reached out to me after the podcast. I thank them. Um, they said, hey, I've got these wealth advisors. They've done very well for me. Mm. Looked at, the, I said, oh, send me the portfolio. It had Altria in it, which and is- Altria is- They sell cigarettes and now they sell vapes to kids. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, cool. Like I can close my eyes, make money off the back of giving lung cancer to kids. <laughs> it's fruity flavored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, they haven't proven it yet and the studies don't totally show and it's, you know, popcorn. And it's, um, I don't think that that is a bad individual. I don't think anything like that. But- I think that the temptation to, when you're making money, do things that you would not approve of, which is like literally get paid when more cigarette, when you beat earnings for selling cigarettes, right? Is um, 
like these people would never want to create that business. They'd never want to do it, but they're happy to own it if they can feel at enough distance from it and reap reward. Yeah. Um, and the higher the reward and the more distance, the more you can get people to participate in systems that they, uh, that would be antithetical to their stated values, I think. So yeah, the other thing that I was thinking is the amount of scrutiny. Like, So a lot of people have done established titles. Uh, the people that are going to receive the least backlash are like the comedians, the people that just throw it on the end of a sketch comedy thing. And, you know, established titles, they're whatever. Spencer and uh, people that are in a position of giving, of being truth tellers, discerners of information, are going to receive the most backlash, which actually creates this interesting incentive structure, which I have felt, which is you don't want to call out scams that you see out there because when you cast that stone, you open yourself up to all receiving all of that back. Yep. And I don't have a good solution, but it's like, being the person, the CoffeeZilla, the Spencer Cornelia, who I think at times um, have done like really good investigative work and probably saved people a lot of money and heartache. Right. Um, it's it's not a very, it, I don't want to say thankless, but it's there's a lot of things that aren't great about that position in terms of the ratcheted up increased scrutiny, the lawsuits that get thrown on you. And I think it dissuades what would ideally be... Um, like you'd like a world where people were more comfortable calling one another out in more gentle ways. Like I, there's a lot of people out there whose internet marketing stuff I can think of. And if I could gently publicly say things that would get them a gentle pushback that would create change without damning them, I'd feel much more comfortable doing that. Also, that wouldn't immediately get reflected upon me and have a bunch of internet sleuths looking through every text message I ever sent looking for anything that would uh, tarnish me publicly or, or be received poorly. It's just, it's not an ideal incentive structure. And I am thankful for the people, the CoffeeZillas, the Spencers, who uh, do that work of calling other people out. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I did say to Spencer is like, I, I wonder if this will make you be more thoughtful about the conversation. Like when you make a video about someone and he said, yeah, like there's been times where like, I've reached out to people for comment, but maybe haven't given them enough time. Or he said, I will, I definitely haven't been on another side of this, want to do differently going forward, right. which I thought was interesting. Interesting. Um, I said, yeah, so I think there could be a lot of beautiful healing from <laughs> as a result of this. Well, I love that you called him. We talked a little bit about, because we saw the video and wanted to mention it today. And you're like, yeah, I need to call Spencer. See mm -hmm. how, um, before just perpetuating the like call out, Mm -hmm. cycle you're like let me call spencer first yeah and i felt i felt tension because i was like i i actually went to i won't talk about it because i don't want to be mean and i think there's a healthier loving way which i tried to find which is i i see and empathize with why you did this i think it's also reasonable for you to apologize for this though i can't tell you to i think you have to find that if you feel that inside yourself um and I think that you probably should cut ties unless there's other information that I haven't learned, but that would be my recommendation to you. And he was receptive to that feedback, which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's funny. I, that for me, the challenge is, um, there's this, like, I won't say anything. I'll slam this person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's this middle ground of like, I will lovingly correct 
a behavior and try to empathize with you while hanging on to the like, you shouldn't. I, I feel that there's like a some sort of moral imperative around here, which I'm not even totally fixed on. I haven't investigated deeply enough, but I said my impression is watching that one video, looking at their website and having heard a little bit about it that you would probably, it's probably the right thing to do to at least investigate if not cut ties with them. Yeah. Um, Love that you did that. I also think there's that third option that often occurs in my life more often is the not do anything or say anything. Mm -hmm. You got the two, you've drawn the line at the two of them. And then in order to stay comfortable or not cause any conflict, yeah, just not not talk about it on today's podcast or I think a lot of Spencer people, yeah. or any of it. A lot of people do this. The one that comes to mind is when they like know that somebody's cheating on someone. Yeah, and they they just won't say anything. Yeah, why cause that conflict? Is it and, is it for them to say? Well, they could also they could go to either party. They could go to the person who is doing the cheating, and they could say, "I love you," but this is. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you know, or they could go to the other person after that and, and say, I know I don't know you that as well as maybe this other person, but like you are being wronged in this way. It is not a fun position. It, it, you know, and I think myself and a lot of people, probably most people in the world choose to just wash their hands of right. these sorts of interactions. And I think, yeah, that's not ideal. Um, but I totally get why. <laughs> wash the hands, baby. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I think there could be a lot of improvement around types of calls out, call outs. I am sorting through it myself. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I think, I think ultimately that a lot of good will come of this. I think that a lot of people will be more cautious about the sponsors that they bring on. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I have seen a willingness to receive some of these content creators who have acknowledged that, like, I didn't look into this that much that there's a willingness to be like, thank you, which is nice to see out there, at least, you know, as evidenced by some of the comments. Going deeper into a not less forgivable, but like more definitive scam. Yes. <laughs> Let's just read it. the headline, man. <laughs> FTC, the FTC headline is scathing. Um, I don't have it with me right now, but it's about Kevin David. So Kevin David, for those of you who don't know, is a YouTube creator Many years ago, he was all over the ads side of things. I don't know if he's, I guess he hasn't in a while. He's been in a lawsuit. Maybe I can show them right now because I have them saved. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny? So this this is is the time for some awesome B-roll. We have saved scam ads for years. Four years now. Because I secretly, you and I, seethe at this shit. Yes. And haven't publicly, uh, because of everything I just talked about, or privately because I don't know these people, said something. But have just, I don't know, been waiting for the government to, like, call us up. <laughs> We're like, yeah, he deleted the ad, but we, we downloaded it. And we I've got the backlink. <laughs> it's unlisted. <laughs> it's un- yeah, we've got, you've got an entire Google Doc. Of yeah, but ads. if he, unlisted videos, I'll try to play them right now. Yeah. But I've done this before where I have literally an, an even screen captured videos. Because I'm like, he's going to take this down. Yes. <laughs> of... Because uh, I know that he's going to lie about this in the future. He's going to say that he doesn't run discounts. Here's a discount. I caught you. You know, I'm going to go to their other site where the, <laughs> the timer resets, knowing that the timer yes. is actually not real. Yes. For a video that I never made to share just with my friends for all of the reasons that I just said. Yep. Um, but finally, the wheels of justice, and maybe I should have said something earlier. I don't know. Maybe there's moral culpability or even just it would have been a moral virtue to have taken a stand. Kevin David 
offers these Amazon courses on how to make money. The highest level is $100,000 done for you. I will build you a store and give you money. And the reason I need you, and I don't just do this myself, because if you can turn $100,000 into more than $100,000, don't tell anyone and do it over and over. But the reason that I tell you is for some stupid thing that is not true. Yep. <laughs> um, so the FTC investigates because there's a class action suit. He is judgment just filed against him for 53 near nearly 52 point something million dollars of which he is expected to pay only 2.6 million due to what they say is lack of ability he may be hiding money if he is and they discover that he's on the hook for the whole 53 million yes um so it was that was it was nice to see the wheels of justice turn slowly um well, a few things come to mind is like how big you have to be to finally get the FTC to move in and how many people have been burned to you get a cost. So many people. $50 million worth of people have to be screwed. Mm -hmm. And so, man, if you're operating at the $10 million cost and only screwing people there, yeah. can't get it to stop. And you just got me and you saving their YouTube ads. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the it's been a process. He's been started way back when with Facebook ads and uh -huh. like now today done for you business and finally yeah enough and I, I, I I'm getting mixed up with the cast we did previously but speak to some of the like tactics he was doing to try to manage everyone's ex like negative feedback yeah we talked about this a little bit but there was there was um he was busted for fake income statements which were caught because he was missing a comma in in Amazon, when they print you know forty thousand dollars, they don't miss a comma. That's a that's a automated program. But when you type it in to Photoshop, you can easily skip a comma. Yeah. Um, he was also Coffeezilla made a video um, where he I forget it was Coffee or Spencer, but um, accused him of plagiarism pretty convincingly. And I'd seen him lift thumbnails and stuff, which I have more uh, space for, like thumbnails and right. and titles. I have. I'm not as upset. Content, on the other hand is uh, that's that's not okay. Um, and then he, they got cease and desist, and I don't know if it culminated in a lawsuit, but it was just like, he made it very not worth it. He also sued customers that would yes. speak bad this about This is kind him. of what I was getting at. The Better Business Bureau and the customers' feedback, which mm -hmm. he doctored. Yeah, and he um, literally threatened and sued people who said, who exposed what was actually going on, which is he was making ridiculous promises that he wasn't backing up, and people were reliably, it was a machine that ripped people off and moved money from them to him. Um, and then he plots a lot of that money back into ads to continue to do it. And yeah, um, I'm glad that that's been stopped. And uh, it was interesting to read such a direct statement from the FTC around phony, you know, yeah. get rich quick ski. It was, it was, um, felt vindicated. Yes. But also, yeah, this question of like, shit, should I have used my platform completely unrelated to have said something about this before? Um, and I feel this right now. There's people that I could talk about. It's like, I will get sued. I will have a lawsuit. I might get sued for saying this, but we have to talk. Do I want to be in the position that Spencer's in $190,000 later, not even close to being close done. to being done? Um, the cost of these people make the cost of, of, I don't want to say telling the truth, but of, uh, sharing dissent with their what they're saying so high that they effectively dissuade it amongst rational people, and you need these vigilante irrational people to just get in there. <laughs> just like I have nothing to lose, sue yeah. me um, to do it. So, 
that was just another interesting thing that, that went down this week. Is there anything you wanted to add to that? Nope. Hopefully I can play some B-roll of my, my yeah. OG days. I've been saving this <laughs> talk, man. At least I could just show you the doc. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I my brain immediately goes to like, be careful because that's copyright. And, now, you know, he's, I'm, oh. sure, I'm sure he's, uh, he seems comfortable or was comfortable. He was litigious before. I don't know if he is anymore. So we'll see. Great word. Um, <laughs> so yeah, other things, totally random switches. So for the podcast and other stuff, um, I just wanted to, I'm calling myself out and uh, trying to remain centered. I have been focused on a lot of different things. I have not been an essentialist. I have been uh, a little bit over here, a little bit over there. I've had social media. We shared a post. Um, and I'm wading into the very risky waters of trying to have Instagram add value to my life net, which I think is near impossible. <laughs> As a consumer, I would uh, agree. Yes, I think it's near impossible to like engage with Instagram and have it add value to your life. But one of the things that I'm trying to do is for the podcast is um, between text messages and other things, it's not just Instagram. I'm you know texting more, connecting with people that I might not have mm. spoken to as much. Um, my phone is consuming more of my attention and it'll be interesting to see because I do feel at the end of my day so much more frazzled. I'll have talked to a bunch of people, some of whom I haven't spoken to in a long time to invite them on the podcast, but then they'll say three other things and I'll, you know, now we're texting back and forth. Um, and I realized that my way of dealing with my actual, my inability to win against big tech like I can't win my, my, sorry, let me, I see you confused. Yeah. I think, uh, we've talked about this before. It seems like the thing is the reactivity that you have to operating in big tech. When I open my computer and at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. A Discord thing pops and a thing, and now I'm over here and there was something I was going to do. They have, they beat me 999 times out of a thousand mm. and one in a thousand. I go, no. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, I, yeah. and the way that I've handled that is like elimination. I'm shut this down, delete this, don't have this notification. So I'm trying to have a more subtle engagement with these things that, you know, I'm using do not disturb on my phone and trying to create routines so that I can enter into this admittedly dangerous world of Instagram <laughs> and interact with people send messages you know like a photo like to be to have more social media loose connection acquaintances for for the podcast you know to have other people come on people that I like but if I'm not on social media I don't remember I remember the six people that I see every day right um and also to build that other habit which some people have innately I spoke to Chris Williamson of Modern Wisdom um of just like random texts and I asked him do you have a system like you send me random texts and we spoke once and he's like no <laughs> I just, he just thinks of it and I mentioned it. you and then I you know he said when I think of people I, I try to uh send him but I was like but yeah then that pulls you into your phone because now I'm texting you back because I'm happy to receive and I think that's 
something that I'm working on dealing with and I'm going to keep people posted on how I, how I manage it. <laughs> Navigate. Yeah. Yeah. The social media pool, the YouTube pool. Mm -hmm. um, so friends out there, message Charlie, send your DMs, <laughs> your likes, your likes. Your he DMs. loves kitty videos. Um, yes. I love all of it. So let me see what else I've got here. Um, oh, so this was interesting. I spoke to Chris. Um, Chris who? Chris Williamson of Modern Wisdom had a good chat with him about a number of things. Uh, and he, the I, I met him through Ali Abdul on YouTube. And I say no, or was at the time, to everything. That was my essentialist way. I was just like, no, 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 no. Don't care who you are, no. Like I, I literally wouldn't let requests reach me because of how easily distracted I was and I, my proclivity to say yes. Yes. Um, so I just built that system in and I was speaking to him and he, he got me on the podcast like lickety split. He's like, how about tomorrow? And all of a sudden I was on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I realized at the time what he did, he, he's one, he's, he's a very good conversationalist, but he assumed the sale and he was just like, what times are good for you? And so when he was giving me feedback about my outreach to other people, my outreach to them is very would there be a time, would you like to, like, I know that you're busy. Like, it was just very... I'm a huge fan, was I'm a, a huge yes, one. Yes, it was, I, I, and I wanted to tell these people, like, you know, the creator of Arcane, I'm a massive fan. I want to, like, fanboy. And he recommended not doing that. Um, right. He showed me his, and he, and I think he's, uh, I think I know that his way has a higher hit rate than mine does. It succeeds more. And he says, look, when people, there, there's a... Uh, there's an underlying thing that is going on. One, you don't have all of this person's attention, but there's a, a status thing that is yes. going on, which is people, when they don't have a lot of attention, still have their reptile brain, which detects status. It still lives inside right. of them. And so when your email has too many, like it needs to be personal. They need to know that this isn't a blast email. But if it Trips. establishes them up here, you're here. That's, that's the only way that they can be so high. Yes, is for you to be beneath, unless you're fucking Justin Bieber, and then you can say whatever you want. Yes, and they're scanning it very quickly yeah. to go, is this person of value? Unfortunately, yeah. this is, I can understand how this works. Sending, I'm such a big fan of your channel, to someone who has, I don't know, a less than 1,000 subscribers mm -hmm. means a lot. I've gotten yeah. one of those messages. I was ready to talk to that person <laughs> for 45 minutes. Yeah. But if you're like, I love Arcane, I'm such a fan of your work, get in line with the other yeah. millions of people. Yeah, He immediately buckets you. Or she buckets you in, a, in, unfortunately, another bucket. Yeah. So so it's interesting for me to wrestle with that because um, I have this proclivity to tell uh, more of the truth. I love Arcane. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to come on. And and the other thing he said, interesting, is I he said, I do not tell people what I plan to talk about because that, one, maybe they, they see you list three things and they go, I don't want to talk about one of those topics. And, like, the no overrides all of the yeses that might be in there. Um but also just it's, I think, goes back to that status thing, which is like, we're, you're coming on the show, we're going to have a conversation. It's like equals. I don't need to, I'm not going to prep you on questions. Or oh, like, interesting. Like, so much of what you don't say too yes. is communicated. And so that was, his, his emails were shorter than mine. And of course, he at this point, his email is way better, which is like, I've had 500 New York Times bestselling artists or <laughs> authors on it. You know, so it's, his email now is just different than mine. Right. Um, but yeah, that was something that I'm I'm wrestling with, which is um, status, but also the fact that I fucking I, don't know, I just want to tell this guy I love Arcane. Please come on. <laughs> We're not letting him get away, dude. <laughs> We're not letting. Keep, him. Don't change up for this. There guy. is, and there is another way, which is I think you can go in like the true fan and remain engaged with people over a long period of time, 
um, I, that that can work as well because I've also gotten on the phone with people that have, yeah, there's this, there's the, um, a Goldilocks level of, I really like what you did and I am a person of status. Honestly, it comes through value, status, can offer, you know, those, those are the types of things that get that quick reptile brain moving. Um, so that was an interesting conversation that he and I had. Right. Been thinking a lot about confidence and uh, as related to the last video that I did where, and some of the videos that I've done lately, which I would say are more vulnerable and are not reflective of what you would imagine charisma on command is supposed to look like. Mm. Meaning I'm up here, I'm not broken, but there's a, there's a tenderness and a vulnerability, I think, that comes through in some of the, the recent videos that I did. And I, and I was thinking, you know, what is going on and why am I so still certain that that is actually an evolution in the right direction, even though it moves me farther from where I was, which was not exactly, but like closer to an Andrew Tate who's like certain, and this is how things are. And like, you're sad about that girl. How long have you been sad? You got to change your mindset. And it's just like fucking, uh, constant confidence, constant, constant, constant. And, uh, my theory as I've broken that down is that, um, people, and I think it's totally okay to do this. I love all of our videos that we've put up. I wouldn't take them down. I wouldn't stop selling CU. This is totally right for some people. Um, a lot of self-improvement comes, uh, is about cultivating the parts of yourself that give you responses that you like and repressing the ones that don't. And it comes from a belief, the underlying thought belief structure about this is, um, change your thoughts, change who you are. Um, depression is an idea that can be, you know, thought through and changed. Um, and when you are not conscious of something, it's gone. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're no longer feeling a lack of confidence, you, that is literally gone. And where I have moved, and I think that that's really valuable for a period of time and is a necessary step for myself and a lot of other people. What I am moving towards is a different theory of mind, which is um, things that are not integrated. So tell me if this doesn't make sense because I might have to step back. Okay. We have a lot of different parts of ourselves. We have a confident part. We have a lack a part that self-sabotages. We have a part that um, is jealous. We have, we have all of these parts and they do not simply go away when they are not in your consciousness. Mm. They exist in your unconsciousness and they steer behaviors in ways that uh, can seem twisted but are actually very clear to me having gone through it. So not to pick on him, but Andrew Tate, super confident guy, wants to hang out with all these 19-year-old women. He's 36. You know what I mean? Like talks about how young girls are so wonderful. Um, to me, that is indicative of him not being connected to the parts of, like to the mature feminine in himself. So he's not attracted to mature femininity because he's not there. Um, like his femininity has been repressed, pushed down, beaten away in order to maintain this steady level of like discipline and confidence. And he's so attracted to young women, not because that's biologically what men are attracted to. Like, yes, young women can be beautiful, but to want to be around young 20s women in your 30s that much, with like at that level, I'm sure that some are wonderful people, 
there's a lack of maturity that they often have that is difficult to stand. Mm. <laughs> and this is the Dan Bilzerian thing. It's like, oh, wow, super cool to have all those girls on your plane. How do you stand having all yeah, those yeah, girls on your joke. plane? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, so, and again, this isn't to say that they can't be good people, that they're all on their own journey, but like there's indicators. Also, their consistent pursuit of more wealth constantly, you know, is another indicator that something hasn't been integrated. Right. And so anyway, I'll come back. But with Andrew Tate, this is, uh, I still would like to talk to the guy. It doesn't make me um, dislike him. But what I see is that in my distant opinion, he's out of touch with his own innocence. And so if you've heard him talk, he talks about how when you take women on these trips, you want women that haven't been there before. You know, you want someone who's the first time, it's, it's amazing to them. And to me, that speaks to him being disconnected from his own sense of wonder and innocence, which is why he's so attracted to it. Uh, in other people. And I think that the things that we often are attracted to in romantic partners are the, are the parts of ourselves that we have not integrated. So I, when I started my current relationship and all of my relationships, was exceedingly attracted to extremely feminine women. And that came with a lot of the immature pieces of femininity, like really emotional, like just sucked into the moment, like could go to happy, to sad, and like... Even though I didn't like it, that was extremely compelling to me. And are you saying that's a repressed part of your That is a repressed identity? part of my psyche is because I have not, um, I do not, for instance, so my, my current relationship, I would say one of the things that she has is a complete inability to be totally not competitive. She has no need to win ever. <laughs> and she can say and mean from the core of her soul, just a game and move on. Yep. And I fucking can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and that to me, it aggravates me about her. I love it about her. And that, that pull is because the way that I treat games, whether it's business or a video game, is like, I'm there to win. Right. I am, and my inability to integrate that in myself has made it attractive in her that she is so far to the other side. Here's the problem for me. And I've deviated from what I was going to say. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll come go back. for it. Um, the problem for me is that because I haven't integrated that, you know, it's just a game sometimes to myself. You can just relax. I bring into my life her energy, which was like totally non-achievement based. She lacks the masculine part of herself. Mm. She lacks discipline. She lacks the ability to do things that she doesn't want to if it's not fun. She lacks that, like, fuck it, I'm going to grit my teeth and make this happen. And I think that's why she was drawn to me. And I would say what we are trying to do in our relationship is instead of relying on one another to, like, be that valve, you know, she can be my femininity and I can be her masculinity, it's to cultivate more of those traits in myself and, and in herself. And as I do that, I notice that I am not as drawn to the childish femininity of her as I was when we started dating, which is actually, I think, very healthy. Like, I'm, I'm looking for a more adult partner consistently. And I think that as she grows and heals, the same is true of her. Like, she's less willing to tolerate my having to win all the time and um, not being able to 
just sit with emotions, hold space, always having to change them and solve a problem is becoming less, you know, less tolerable for mm-hmm. her as she grows up. So I started this all. I forget where. So this, I'll help you get get back to where you started this all talking about the confidence. Yes. So, and saying basically, my question was, you mentioned, uh, (laughs) smile for eight seconds and you'll be happy. (laughs) Yes. And that sort of confidence is sort of a repression at the the gain of becoming another emotion for that second. But that repression is still going to be there. It's going to still. What I don't know, drive the boat, drive the car. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. What's going I, on? Yes. So, that state change focus, that just change your thoughts focus, that um, do not, like, you know, it's kind of Tony Robbins. Like, you have a bad state, like, change. You have a bad state, like, just change, change, change. Push down, habituate yourself into a different state. Um, that model works if you believe that things do not get pushed into the unconscious. I am of increasing belief that while that is a wonderful way to deal with a lot of aspects of life for a lot of time, it will create these Andrew Tate-style bubblings where you're incredibly successful, but there's these things that you can try to justify and explain, and they're not necessarily evil. But, like, he's not attracted to mature femininity, Mm -hmm. and that is going to be difficult for him to deal with for the rest of his life as he finds himself continually drawn towards young beautiful immature women got it so what about confidence so about confidence i was sitting here and i was going shit i you know performed confidence no three four years ago you go to most people i looked way more confident than i did in the last podcast i looked like constant like i looked way more advanced and way more solid in myself because I had habituated charisma on command style confidence. Gotcha. And I just wanted to, I noticed that and I was thinking through and I was asking, have I backslid? And my belief is that I have not. Gotcha. Okay. That's Um, where it starts and ends. That's, and that's, that's it is that I think that as you, um, I don't regret the way that I did it. I was unaware at the time of any like unconscious bubblings of lacking in confidence, but I see now clearly a lot of areas where I uh, struggle to say no or hurt people's feelings, you know, things where I am have limited myself that I was totally unconscious of and had a million justifications for. Mm. And so like now, you know, this is a lot of areas of my business. I'm realizing, oh, these are personal the reason that the businesses are where they are is because of who you often are. the leader is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the stuckness in some places of them, which is stuck at a wonderful place, um, is a reflection of that, is a reflection of um, my, I've mentioned before, inability to confidently bring love while letting go of like, this isn't the right role for you. And I, and I've been tasked a couple times in the last few days with seeing that, um, in the business. And I felt it with regards to what should I do? Should I not talk about established titles? And I think the right answer was like, have a conversation with Spencer first, um, be sincere and honest and, and have what I said on this to the camera be reflective, not only of, what I said to Spencer, but also of what I truly experience about the situation inside. Um, so yeah, the whole cast seems like you've tried to remain centered while uh, out external forces, like you said, the Discord <laughs> messages, the Instagram 
when you are logging on that reactivity that's yeah. pulling you in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you had a... That's a good point. Yeah, I think um, my solution of how to remain centered for the last five years was put yourself in a bubble of your own concocting that can stop these external pressures that you find so overwhelming. So like Instagram, too overwhelming, block Cut it, it off. Yeah, like all of these things that are too overwhelming for you to remain centered in, stop. Um, and I was able to remain essentialist, have a really like solid perspective on the world and life, do a lot of the family work that we did with MDMA and other things. Um, and I think now it's kind of like the gym. It's like, okay, can I hold on to this centeredness while opening up to more distraction, more things that pull me in, like other other um, things that would rip me out of that. Um, yeah. And I think it's a good thing. So like I, I uh, as, whereas in the past, I would have seen how many projects I have and gone, that's not essentialist. I'm trying to do essentialism at a higher level now. And uh, yeah, it's a bit confused, but we'll see how it goes. Got it. Anything else that, uh, did you have any other topic that was interesting? We can wrap it up. No. Conversation is difficult for me. don't have a lot going on. I can tell you about my dog and her day, but. <laughs> Perfect. All right, we'll wrap. I'm going to, um, we're trying something new on Patreon, which is we're going to do a selection of questions. Um, the ones that I think, a lot of the questions that we would get were just like very particular to someone's situation. And I want to focus on the questions instead where one, I can limit the amount that I take, but also ones where I have things that are apply to a broader audience um, and can help more than just one person in a very particular situation. I'm also going to toy around uh, based on feedback from patrons with giving a bit more specifics about what I learned this week um, or I'm doing this week. And it's not going to be as refined. It might not be as in-depth, but I did write down a handful of things. Um, I have to pull them up on my phone, but it's like literally the type of split test that we were running for uh, Charisma on Command and some of the interesting things, what it was like hiring a 3D animator, weird things that I learned about that, um, and some of the outreach that I did and future guests that we're looking at having and where my mind is with that. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff on Patreon, we would appreciate it if you joined us. Either way, appreciate you watching the cast, and we'll see you guys later. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.